Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been working at it and making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. I might have added a few of my own words in there. I, for some reason, I can't see right now. Not that I'm going blind live on air. It was just like the fact that it's almost one o five in the morning. And I lose sleep because of spring forward here at the end of this hour. And McKeon and Graceffo producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. They get paid for not working. That's their motto. We get paid for not working. Who's following me tonight at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific? Vince Quinn? Did he used to be an NFL GM? Yes. Same Vince Quinn. He has like, you know, uh, let's go to Vince Quinn right now. He's going to talk about the... 2020 NFL Draft. So Vinny Quinn. He should be Vinny Quinn. Is he from Philly? Yep. He doesn't have a Philly voice, though. Thank God. Those guys in WIP, just like the guys in WFAN, you know what city they're in when you listen. WIP in Philly, legendary sports station, and also WFAN, the biggest sports radio station in America, legendary in New York City. We're doing our sports radio on 355 radio stations in the U.S. and Canada. By the way, if you ever get out of range of your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 206, huge question of the hour to wrap up the show. And we talked about coronavirus, its impact on sports now in America. NBA put out a memo advising teams to get prepared to play with no spectators. I don't like it. LeBron James doesn't like it. I think it's dumb to play games in empty stadiums. NHL early vibe is that wouldn't be their path if we get to that point. NCAA is floating all their ideas. They have a medical council. There's talk, though, in the latest story that the NCAA might look at condensing venues so they might play more games 
you know, they could eliminate practice, move teams practicing to other local colleges or even high schools. And my guess is without, there's no firm plans, but you could pull like Spokane, Washington, the state of Washington is a hot spot, it seems right now, for the coronavirus. And I, you, that might be the contingency plan where you roll that in. So let's say you had a Thursday, Saturday at one venue. You might plug in Spokane to be the Friday, Sunday at the same venue. So they're all, this isn't fake news. This is what's going on in the sports world. And LeBron James says, I ain't playing if there aren't any fans. So I'm asking you, the sports fans, if it gets to the point that no spectators are going to be allowed at certain sporting events or venues, is it worth even having those games take place or those events take place? I want your feedback this hour. 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Mike in Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Huge. How are you? Doing good, buddy. I'm a uh, sports anchor in Miami for the Fox affiliate. I actually cover the Panthers game tonight, and uh, NFL Commissioner Gary Bettman was here. And they had come. There was some news earlier. They may close the dressing room to the media after the games because of the coronavirus scare. The Panthers have not closed it. But then the other question was posed to him that would they play games in empty arenas? And he, he just basically came out and said that is not the plan right now for the NHL. What do you think about it, Mike? Because down in Miami you have the Heat, uh, and they're playing great basketball this year. Panthers solid. Uh, those would be the two uh, right now to look at. I know you have uh, the U and other venues, and you could have the Marlins. But let's talk about uh, the Heat and the Panthers. Uh, and when you hear these stories that the NBA circulated that mem- memo about no fans in the stands, uh, how does that go over and how does that look to the Heat fan base there in Miami, if well, that happened? The, yeah, both the Heat and Panther fan base, you know, not having fans in the stands, a lot of fans are saying that that just can't happen. You know, uh, a lot of the players don't want to play in empty arenas. The Panthers specifically tonight, you know, we spoke to some of the players after they beat Montreal, and that's just uh, something they don't want. But we have other things here, too. We have the Miami Open Tennis Tournament coming up at the end of the month. That's a huge event where you have people from all over the world coming. We have a NASCAR race in about two weeks. That's another big event. So, I mean, there's concern, but the athletes that uh, the players I spoke with tonight are saying to me, this is not something they want. But Bettman essentially said each team right now will individually make choices whether the media is allowed inside the dressing room after the game. And if you choose not to have the media inside the dressing room, then they'll have a separate interview area where they bring the players out. But this is not something that, from what I was told tonight, is going over well with the players. Well, Mike, I I look at sports being singled out, and it's how we began our broadcast earlier, and you are probably busy there at your local TV affiliate. And I I just, 
I get uh, caution, overabundance of caution, as the Red Sox used uh, that phrase when you know keeping a pitcher in a hotel room from Taiwan just to be safe. But man, are you going to shut down Miami International Airport? Are you going to are you going to stop Ubers from running? Are you going to shut down the schools? There's so many other things I think that need to be done to protect the public uh, from a pandemic slash epidemic than just empty in sports arenas or the media can't go in and talk to players after an NHL game. You're right. You know, you probably know we have a huge uh, music festival here, Ultra, that's been canceled because they have over 100,000 people that come in from around the world for three days. That's been canceled. There's a huge Hispanic event called Cayocho that's been canceled. So, you know, where do you go from here? I, I mean, there are different events that are, that are being canceled here in Miami. But now, you know, do you go after I, – I, let me rephrase that. Do you use sports in the same venue? Um, you know, Gary Bettman tonight was very upfront, and they're going to review everything and do what's best for the league. But as of right now, the NHL is going to continue playing games with fans in the stands. We had 20,000 – People there tonight against Montreal, Roberto Luongo, future Hall of Fame goalie, a jersey retired. It was, it was a great event. But you, could you imagine you know, him having his retirement ceremony tonight against Montreal and no one's in there? I mean, I don't think fans want that. I think the sports fans are confused because we have it all over the place in this one-week period. Because a week ago I said, watch out. I think it's coming here in America, and I'm not sure if it's the fear factor or it's legit, but then Chicago State didn't want to travel out to Seattle. Then they didn't want the women's teams traveling from Seattle into Chicago. Then Johns Hopkins, a, a medical-based uh, uh, educational facility, they don't want fans in, but then they don't close the school. All right? They're going to not allow fans in, and it's a D3 game. My Lord, I'm, I'm guessing they don't get more than 1,000 fans for that, maybe 1,500. I've never been to Johns Hopkins. But if you're worried about the spread of that disease in a public place or location, why wouldn't you close the university for four days or five days or a week? I would agree with you 100% on that. And, you know, you know sports fans, they go to different games, different events as a release of their normal life, daily life, things that may bother them. They, sports is a release for all of us. And, you know, this is a situation that a lot of fans are confused about. Teams are trying to deal with this. Um, like I said, the Florida Panthers tonight, they did not close the locker room to us in the media. But that could be next. I mean, the Islanders and the Rangers today did that. And other teams may follow suit. And, I, you know, for the media – I don't think it's that, that big of a deal if we didn't go in the dressing room. They bring us into a separate interview room to get players. We can handle that. But I don't know if fans can handle not going to games. I mean, that's a release for, for people in general, just to go to games and have enjoyment in life. So I, I, I think that we have to be cautious, but are we becoming overcautious about this? I'm not a doctor, and I heard you on the way home from the game tonight saying you're not a doctor. But, you know, when do we not get overboard on this? Here's what I need to hear, Michael. 
I need to hear more doctors in front of a TV camera, a microphone, medical professionals. I don't, you know, Gary Bettman, hey, you know, Silver, uh, I don't care who it is. Manfred, NCAA Commish, they're their sports guys and they're all looking out for their teams and money becomes the most important thing. Okay, I need to hear a medical professional because if we get to that point where you're at down there in Miami and they say no fans uh, for Panthers games, we're recommending that, we're recommending no fans for the Heat and Marlins. Well, then I think you need to shut down the airports, the schools, uh, workplaces where there's a massive amount of people. If we get to the point we can't put 20,000 people in American Airlines Arena, then you need to shut down the entire city. I would agree 100%. And I think that you need to have those people out front saying that so people understand what is going on. Uh, you know, just talking to fans tonight in the stands, just, just you know, walking around the arena, they're confused. They're confused on who's making decisions, who's saying what, what are people in the White House saying, what's the CDC saying, and they're just confused. And, you know, fans, again, like, like I said, they just want to release in life. And this is something like right now they understand it, but there's no clarity in it, and that's what confuses all of them. Well, and also what confuses them, if you look at, I think, at last report, which would be from a story earlier today, which was updated, 11 confirmed cases of the coronavirus in the state of Florida. That's the state of Florida, not just uh, Miami. And people are confused, like sports fans are. And we're all talking about it. And I'm telling you, you know, I have five kids uh, shut down the schools, mass transit, the airports, uh, you're going to control it a lot easier uh, than you are by just telling people not to show up at a sporting event because I need to have somebody, like what they did at John uh, Johns Hopkins, tell me why the fans can't go in there. Tell me why. Well, the, the, the threat of the coronavirus. All right, that's it. That's your reason. The NCAA D3, that's your only reason, just a threat. Oh, my Lord. What about medical evidence? What about the fact that if you have 1,500 people in there, we project that 150 could become infected? You know what? Shut it down. I'm with you guys right now. You're right on that. I think that, too, as far I can only speak for, you know, speaking with Gary Bettman tonight, then you need someone from the CDC to come out and say, look, this is not a safe situation if you come into the arena. And they have to do it together because fans won't understand that. You know, fans want to go to the game, have fun like they did tonight. They will not understand that. And and then there's a the difference that I see is a different if you're in a closed arena, enclosed arena, 20,000 fans like tonight at the hockey game, or if you go to AAA and watch the Heat play, or if you're in an open venue like the Miami Open Tennis Tournament coming up in about three weeks, or if you're two weeks from now, you go to Homestead Miami Speedway for a NASCAR race, it's an open venue. Is it different? Is it the same? That, that's where fans don't understand what is going on right now. Yeah, and you got NASCAR doing the West Coast Swing, as a tweet said earlier, and they're all going to come back east. And California would have the second highest number right now confirmed 
coronavirus cases. And also what's overlooked is that most of the cases have come from that cruise ship and people who are on it who are currently uh, being quarantined here in America. Mike, uh, where can people see you in Miami on the TV? Great conversation, my friend. Oh, oh thank you, my friend. Uh, WSVN Channel 7, Fox affiliate. And, uh, you know, we, we're we just trying to tell people what's going on from the information that we have. And tonight was important to talk to Bettman, to let Panther fans know and let people know that as far as they're concerned, right now you can come to the games and it's not an issue. But they got to get out in front of this right now. I know what's going on in Italy. I have family in Italy. They're playing games in empty stadiums and Serie A soccer. And, you know, people are concerned, but I think you need to be out front and just tell people what's going on. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, We'll see you on TV. And thanks for listening down in South Florida. All right, that was Mike, TV guy. That was good stuff. Talked to Bettman earlier today. That's what I love about live radio. In my 28-plus years of doing this show, you just never know who's listening. Matter of fact, uh, Darren McCarty, when we were talking hockey from his Grind Time podcast Twitter account, he said, hey, bro, listening right now, and that would be on 97 won the ticket in Detroit. Darren was one of the toughest guys. Uh, to ever put on skates in the NHL, lives in the Detroit area. Uh, he's doing some comedy, always there for anybody in the community in his Grind Time podcast. Uh, if you're into hockey and life, is pretty good. Just search for it wherever you download podcast. If you want to join in on the conversation, what do you think about playing any sport without fans in America when it comes to preventing The spread of the coronavirus is the fear factor in play, or should we tell the fans, you can't come watch, but let the games go on, or the events? Join in at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America. We get together each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. I was just talking with Vinny Quinn, who will be coming up top of the hour, who will fast forward uh, to 3 a.m. Eastern. And I, I said it earlier, there was a a comparison to his voice. And I said, he can't be from Philly. And I think I asked McKeon or Graceffo that. And then he, he, Keanu Reeves. So then he got offended when I said that, were you adopted? Like you're from California. And you were, he left the room he, crying. You were adopted by a, you know, a family in Philly. Like you were, like there were Dodgers fans and they had it with the Philly fans and they left you like at a Philly fire station or something like that. Good guy. He's you know he's only thirty. Big future. So he he has a Keanu Reeves voice. It it really is. He doesn't so, look like Keanu Reeves. Well, I don't. You know what? I, when I gave up my male modeling career to do radio, there are sacrifices that people have to make in this business. Crazy. I made the exact same sacrifice. So did Graceffo. I was tired of seeing myself in a pair of Calvin Klein underwear on billboards. 
There's still an underwear billboard for Graceffo. If you if you put me if you put me right now in Calvin Clyde's on a billboard, I'd look like Homer Simpson. How much money would they have to pay you for to do that? Oh, I, oh, I'd do it in a second. The key would be: Do you want the frontal view in the Calvin Klein underwear or the rear view after I've eaten jalapeno poppers for three days in a row? Oh, give me the caboose. They're like, are those are those tiger stripes? Graceffo used to be a male model, but he, you know, we were talking earlier because he's asking me relationship advice and all those New York women chasing him. I said, buddy, it will happen naturally. Oh, they're still chasing though. <laughs> he's like, he's like Justin Bieber in his prime. He really is. I'm like Bieber after the binge, and he got all the tattoos. I saw Bieber was going to play Ford Field in Detroit, and they had to move it to the smaller arena. Are you going? No. I took my daughter, who's going on 15 now, when she turned 10 for her birthday, I took her to see Bieber at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Which we, know I just, who, we know who really wanted to go to that show. No, I will tell you. I will say this honestly. When I took her, I dreaded it, but when I walked in... It was a sea of young girls and all the hottest moms on the planet. You're kind of crowd. And I sat there. My daughter's going crazy. You know, every song he has and the, the screaming of the younger girls to older women drove me nuts. But it looked like a beauty pageant. I admired the beautiful mothers of Michigan while I was sitting there. And it was a fulfilling two hours. I got three dates out of it. Tickets cost me 200 bucks each. What a father-daughter experience. Put that right behind walking down the aisle. You know, honey, it's your, you know, 10 years from now. It's going to be your wedding day. I haven't felt this excited since we went to the Bieber concert when you were 10. At the Palace. And I took her to the Justin Bieber movie. This is a true story. About that same time, he had the movie that came out in the theaters about his upbringing, his career. It's a great story. I'm being honest. From YouTube to Discovered, right, by, was it Usher, I think? Whatever it was. And his mother didn't have a lot of, dad wasn't around. And it was a, it was an unbelievable documentary of his life. I thought it was going to be him singing in concert and I'd, be watching my phone and checking out games. And I start watching this with my daughter. And when it ended, when he reunited with his dad, I'm crying at the Justin Bieber movie in the theater. I'm shedding tears for Justin Bieber. That was amazing. That documentary, I'm not lying. I don't listen to his music, but his life story, not now with that, the super trooper's mustache needs to go. Not now, but I'm talking his story was unbelievable. Graceffo, did you cry at the Justin Bieber movie? It's about, how long ago was that? Five years ago? Six years ago? Yeah, I, know, I know for a fact that he cried. It was, it was sad. Uh, let's go to Mike in Portland, Oregon. You're on the Saturday Night Huge show. Let's go to David in Pittsburgh listening on 93.7 FM, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill, how you doing? 
Doing good, buddy. Busy night. Yeah. Hey, first thing I want to say, Johns Hopkins, I think, is a little bit of a different story since they're kind of a voice of the medical field in this country. So I kind of give them an exception to the rule. But then why would they shut down their school, though? Okay, if you're just going to say no spectators, why would you make it off limits for students and everybody on campus for three, four days a week, ten days to kind of see where things are at? Yeah, and I can agree with that, but I think they're just trying to put a voice out there somewhat with their name on it. I agree. I agree. So, But anywhere else, I you know, somebody – tweeted you and said about greed. Well, what about the greed of the fans? You, just because you have a ticket in your hand doesn't mean someone from the Penguins organization is going to come drag me from my hair and shove me in my seat. I don't have to go to the game either. And, That's what you know, I'm saying. Think- they, they could send out a warning that, uh, you know, the Center for Disease Control, which I think a lot of teams, I know my kid's school district has done it a couple of times, that we're monitoring it if you have – any symptoms, see your doctor. They all do that, you know, to cover their rears, right? Right. Right. And I think I think at the very most that you would do is just offer a refund, to offer a credit to your to the penguins or to whoever you are. You know, I mean it's better than offering sixteen thousand refunds for a whole stadium. You just say, Hey, if you don't like it, here, we'll give you a credit. You can come to some other game next year or somewhere down the line. Yeah, I think the empty buildings, though, will be a horrible look for pro sports or college sports in America because there's no reason to play the games. If we're to the point of an outbreak that requires 20,000 people can't watch a basketball game, I think we have bigger issues and fish to fry than watching uh, the best play each other in hoops or hockey or the NCAA tournament without fans. Yeah, I'd rather shut down the whole city, like you said, for two weeks or whatever. There you go. People stay at home. Down. It's nothing. No, it's they – they, the <laughs> And thank you, David, in Pittsburgh listening on 93.7 FM. If you're in Pittsburgh, okay, great sports city, just great city, okay, and they announce that the Pens, you know, Bettman gets to that point where there's no fans, no fans. Well, do you – Shut down Pittsburgh for 10 days? See what happens with the virus if there's an outbreak? Close down the schools, work from home, load up with your groceries, and everybody's quarantined on their own, basically. No airport, no airport services, not into Pittsburgh. Well, we have businesses to run. Again, we're talking money here. Public health, I get day-to-day living. Public health or making money? What's more important? We do have one final segment together. Your huge opinions at 1 855 2124 CBS. That's 1 855 2124 4227. At Saturday, huge. I'll read tweets before we go to Vinnie Quinn and also Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America. Final segment together. Vinny Quinn will be coming up at the top of the hour, and then he will fast forward at 2 a.m. Eastern to 3 a.m. Eastern. By the way, later today, starting at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, Four teams' chances of an automatic bid 
to the NCAA tournament are on the line. Don't miss the Patriot League semifinals on CBS Sports Television uh, Network. That's the Patriot League semifinals, and then you get another championship week, and we're less than eight days from Selection Sunday. Man, I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, is it Kansas? The top 25 has been all over the place. Michigan State, I'll be curious what they do against Ohio State on Sunday afternoon at 4.30 on CBS. Preseason number one, they're playing great basketball right now. They win, they get a share of the Big Ten. Wisconsin's been an unbelievable comeback story in the Big Ten. Big Ten could get 12 teams in the tournament. And I only think Michigan State, I'm I'm not sold on Maryland or Wisconsin, but Wisconsin's always a tough NCAA matchup. You know, San Diego State, they're not a one. You heard the call during the update with McCarthy. I'm not sure Gonzaga's a one. I'm not, you know, Baylor got beat. I who are your legit teams? Kansas? And then Kansas had some impressive road victories. They really have. You know, that's where you where you look at champions. And they've had some really good road wins. Latest at Texas Tech. Boy, Dayton, you know, the competition all year. Are they battle-tested for the tournament? Kentucky is one that I... Kentucky-Kansas would be my favorites right now. Seton Hall is a tough team. Florida State won the ACC. You heard that during McCarthy's updates. Hey, look. When you go down to Duke at 12 in the latest AP Top 25, and you look at Virginia, again, another team like Wisconsin where you just don't, when it's a one-and-done situation, you, you don't want them in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you go down the list, Michigan State is ranked 16, and they were the preseason number one. Auburn is a very good basketball team. Virginia at 22. Wisconsin at 24. That's going to be a great NCAA tournament. We'll be talking about that next week on this broadcast. If you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. John in California. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, Johnny. What's on your mind? Oh, I appreciate you taking the call. I was just listening for the last uh, half hour or so and um, hearing the different comments about the possibility of um, having sports without fans in the arenas. And what do you think about it? Well... I mean, I don't think we're there yet, but I can understand the possibility of um, needing to do that in a month or two. So I think the conversation is appropriate, at least. Um, You know, depending on the state and the location, the severity of the outbreak, 
um, some states or portions of states may have to use that as a protection for their community. I can understand that. What's your biggest fear of this coronavirus right now and the outbreak? And I'm talking in America, not worldwide. As a, a resident of this country, what's your biggest fear right now out in California? What, what do people talk about that you work with, your family, when it comes to the coronavirus? I think our biggest fear right now is actually losing control. I think we lost you on your mobile, but losing control of it. I think there's this, and we don't know if this is just going to be out of control, but, you know, if you monitor some of the numbers and you look at it, you know, the growth in Japan slowed. And in regards to the Tokyo Olympics, that's where the sports side of this coronavirus really got going, that in Italy. And I think you're the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, I don't mind being safe, but I think you need to not see more, but have more action across this entire country. Because sports is so, and that's why March Madness is going to be interesting. You know, NBA franchises are everywhere, Major League Baseball, NHL, you know, all across North America. And March Madness in all these different areas. With what's happened in the state of Washington with this coronavirus, and Spokane is on the list for the first and second rounds in the NCAA today, and I talked about that story, they are looking at condensing venues. So areas where the risk may be higher you could see the NCAA tournament go to a Thursday-Saturday at one venue and a Friday-Sunday. And normally those off days are the practice days and or the getaway or flipping the arena, so there, there are logistics. But that has been discussed. It doesn't seem, and, and this is what's interesting about the D3 tournament, Now, you do have Johns Hopkins. The medical pedigree is there with that school in Baltimore. Was that, like I said, an open test for the NCAA to look at, okay, D3, yeah, it's not going to be 20,000 people in an L.A. arena, but what does it look like? What does the media say? The fans, the players. The way that came out of nowhere. I think it's the NCAA who has put together a medical council. And as I've said in my conversations on air, I want to hear from the medical professionals. I don't want to hear from the president, the vice president, any politician, both sides of the aisle, uh, commissioners, anybody tell me the medical side of this. I need the facts and I need trained medical professionals to tell me why this is happening, and this is happening. That needs to happen. And I'll give the NCAA credit for putting together a medical council, but again, at the end of the day, it's a council they put together, and if they don't like it, it's kind of like when the NCAA decides to punish a program here, but not a program here for the same thing. 
What's window dressing? What's fear factor? And this is a real issue. I get that. Had a guy from Ontario go off on me on the Facebook page. Oh, you're saying it's not. I didn't say it's not real. And he goes, you're president. I, I didn't tell you who I voted for. Don't start that. Don't make it political with me. I have discussed the sports angles, which have grown dramatically in the last week in America. And now in Canada, the Women's World Hockey Championships were canceled. U.S. and Canada, top two teams. So it's not just an American thing. And for our Canadian listeners, they're dealing with it. But we don't know. And sports is, sports and events right now are a big part of this. But it is interesting that the political rallies haven't been suspended. That air travel hasn't been limited. That we're all just pointing right at sports as, oh my God, this disease could just run rampant in America or Canada because of sports. What are, we have a legit disease, I will not debate that. But what are the political pawns and motivation in these actions in these certain areas of America in a presidential year, which is divisive, tense, and emotional. And people seem divided on the coronavirus issue on shutting down sports, shutting down events, when nothing is happening in the state or area they live in. And we don't know. That's it. I can't tell you. I'm not a medical professional. I'm giving you my vibe that empty arenas and playing games is a insane move by any sports team or organization. I do want to thank Graceffo and McKeon for handling the last two hours. They're going to get to fast forward here in just about six minutes, and they're getting paid for it, and they deserve it. Credible producers. Vinny Quinn is coming up. I remind everybody, drop your huge opinions 24-7 at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.